huge fucking nerd. That's right, I'm a huge fucking nerd. I like lots of books and computers, cause I am a huge fucking nerd. One of a kind shades made to order by Vaporshades.com. Vaporshades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car. They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint. The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike. Yours will be completely unique to you. Check us out at Vaporshades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of TUTTLE. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, TUTTLE. TUTTLE in Florida. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the TUTTLE Daily Podcast. No wonder nobody likes you, TUTTLE. Everything's a goddamn debate. Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Uh, if today uh, audio recording sounds a little bit different, it's because I am not in my regular studio, which is a 2006 beat-up PT Cruiser. I'm actually in the uh, fifth wheel today because my mom and dad, they actually had doctor's appointments today, and they went in to go get in my dad's truck, the truck that he got from Florida Atlantic after he retired. And it really wasn't going anywhere. So they ended up having to take my car, which my car is a stick. And I know my, listen, my mom was the one that taught me how to drive. She taught me how to drive up in the Ocala National Forest on probably like a 1994, 1995 Ford Ranger that was a stick shift. And I drove that thing around quite a bit. And I got to tell you, I liked it. And I've pretty much have driven stick shifts all my life, but my mom, she just has not driven a stick shift in a while. And I was a little concerned about her. Oh, somebody come by. Yeah, the, the bikers are starting to come in. And it's not even bike week yet or uh, bike weeks. I don't even know how that's going to go this year. But back to what I was saying, I was kind of worried. Uh, she, the only problem she had is uh, the emergency brake because I set my emergency brake stiff as hell and she couldn't get that out of there. But once that was done, she kind of almost stalled it out and was good. Make sure you check out my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E.net. And if you'd like to contact me, you can easily do that. There's two ways. You can email me, Tuttle at gmail.com, or you can send me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. So, Today is Inauguration Day. And guys, I know a lot of you people do not like, oh, uh, Joe Biden's not my president. But do, do you realize, like, it's funny because every time we do a power, a transition of power, it's like the shoe is on the other foot. For the longest time, all the liberals, they're guilty of it. All the liberals, they're like, oh, President Trump's not my president. No way, he's not my president. Well, hey, guess what? You might not have voted for him, but he won the election four years ago and was your president. Now that Joe Biden's won, and it, it, it won, they, the other side took it a little bit further by saying that the, the election was rigged. I mean, you guys, you guys do know that uh, George W. Bush, a lot of people thought George W. Bush rigged that whole thing to be able to win. Yeah, the Democrats were pissed off, but we got over it. So how long is it going to take you guys to get over it? And once again, I, I do not support either side. I just find it funny. I find it hypocritical. 
because now all all the Republicans or the right that was all like, yeah, not not my president, not my president. Biden's not my president. They're the same ones that were complaining about the liberals, the Dems, saying that Trump wasn't their president. And it just it it it, it is just classic just to see both sides get worked up. And you can't you really can't say a damn thing to it to anybody. And I'll I'll agree with you. A lot of the liberals were were outrageous because Trump was their president. Yeah, I mean, I will admit Trump was not the great greatest president, but I mean, really haven't had that many great presidents as of late anyways. So everything's going to be okay uh, to all you conservatives out there that are worried that, oh, this is the death of America. This is the death of America. No, it, it, it's not the death of America. We're going to, we'll come back from this. America goes through some dark times every once in a while. See, that's the thing about being on top, man. When you're on top for so long, the only way you can go is down. And the same goes for the countries that are down. I mean, the only only direction you can go is up. So everybody's just looking for us to fail. And even our own Americans are like, oh, let's fail. Trump's not the president. Who I, I'm not going to support Biden. I hope the country goes to shit. I mean, that's, a, that's the wrong way to look at it, people. Uh, so the inauguration was good. And I'm actually seeing some people. Uh, hold on. Let me, let me go out here and see exactly who is out here. Hold on. Got to come out here. See, there's a bunch of the ladies that are out here right now. So let's let's see. Tuttle Tuttle reporting live here. I wanted to see if you watched the uh, the uh, presidential inauguration this morning. We did while we were decorating the room up there for our little get together. What did you think? I enjoyed it very much. What I was able to see. What did you think about Trump not showing up? Like, I mean, I, I thought that was. I mean, it was probably for the best, right? I'm glad I didn't have to look at his ugly face ever again. Oh, you're not, I, I would have thought you might have been a Trump supporter, right? you know? So, his face. Do I look like a Trump supporter? Uh, what about you guys? Did you guys watch it? Did you Did you hear Lady Gaga sing the national anthem? No, I did not. Oh, I'm going to have to play it for you. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go get you. What about Garth Brooks doing Amazing Grace? Oh, I didn't see that either, but I saw, I saw uh, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. No, uh, Lady Gaga, here, hold on. I'm going to go get my speaker, and I'll play it, now. I want to get your reaction and see what you thought, okay?
right, so I wanted to hear what you thought of Lady Gaga's singing. It was very good, and she sings so easy. You yeah. know, her face doesn't all wrinkle up when she hits the high notes. Oh, it's so effortless. Yeah. So what'd you think? I thought they were both totally awesome, and I'm glad they kept it, like, normal sounding, not all the little, 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 little in between. Oh, I agree. So what else would you think? Well, I like the fact that Lady Gaga didn't destroy uh, guy, the national anthem like some do, and it was beautiful. <laughs> Did you like Garth Brooks? I did. Yeah, yeah, I love that song, too. Garth Brooks was the perfect choice because he's like Mr. America. He is such a patriot, and I love him. Yes. Yes, I agree. Thank you. He's a nerd. I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality. Professionally? I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in. And hot talk satirizer? You would think with everything that's going on, a... Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an African American or a minority. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Wish you could have just flown and had your vehicle arrive a day or two later so you can enjoy more time doing what's important to you? Well, you can. Just give Starfire Transport a call. Let the professionals do the driving while you're flying. Starfire Transport specializes in RV and auto transport. They'll also haul watercraft from boats to PWCs, cargo trailers, and more. Service available throughout the continental United States. So don't wait. Call Brian today at 574-349-4193 or 989-751-6106 for your next move. 10% off for veterans past or present. Also, make sure to tell them Tuttle sent you for an additional discount. That's Starfire Transport. All right, guys, welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Got a great interview lined up. Thanks to my uh, producer, Vulture. I got Isaac, Isaac from Hidden in the Shadows podcast uh, to come on. And from what I understand, you guys are like ghost hunters or paranormal or uh, paranormal investigators. Uh, Explain Uh, it. Not yet, anyway, but I do appreciate having me on. Um, 
No, we are paranormal enthusiasts in the highest level. It's like we've never tried to investigate, but we've always had paranormal things happen to us. Like between me and my wife, we've probably had enough experiences to write about a couple novels um, mm-hmm. just alone from what we've experienced ourselves. Ghost hunting and investigating is a next on our to-do list, but um, anything and anything you think in the paranormal world has probably happened to us. And so most of the subjects on our podcast um, not everything we have experience in, but most things we've had experience in. Do you have to be a religious person to believe in ghosts or or the paranormal type uh, stuff? Because, I mean, doesn't everybody tell us spirits are just people that have been here or, or you know, if, if, if there is an afterlife, then that means you kind of believe in in religion and somewhat are you do you consider yourself a religious person what about the people that don't believe in it are ghosts religious based is what i'm trying to say not necessarily um my point of view and my wife's point of view is from a christian background because we both raised that way or her more catholic i'm just protestant but in a sense of spirit spirituality doesn't necessarily have to be based on religion um i know a lot of paranormal investigators and people who are in the paranormal have no belief in, in religion whatsoever um, because different theories surround the paranormal, especially when it comes to ghosts and spirits as our human spirit surrounding aliens, possibly, <laughs> and mm-hmm. different things of that nature. Um, I wouldn't say you would have to be, but it does open a door up to there is something after you die to experience and believe in spirits, ghosts and stuff and such as that. Um, do you believe nothing happens when you die is... An impossibility for me because just the things that I've experienced alone, I know there is something after mm. what it is and how we, ex- you know, uh, experience it. That's still yet to happen, obviously. But um, what I've learned, what I've experienced alone, I know for sure something happens after we die. Now, the th- different theories surrounding what we do and what, where you go, that's up you know, for debate. Um, but no, I to answer your question. I would say you not you wouldn't have to be any kind of religion. There's Judas uh, people who are Jewish believe in it, people who are Islam, different different religions, people who aren't religious at all, but still yeah. have a spiritual sense of mind. Oh crap! I hit my headphones here. Why do I do that every time? I do that every interview. All right, so um, I can't even hear now. I don't think. Can you hear me? Hello, hello, hello. Yeah. All right. So so let me let me back up here. So um, what movie gets it the most right? Like. Uh, you know, a lot of people look at movies. What movie has gotten it the most right when it comes to the spiritual life, spiritual world, spiritual beliefs, you know, uh, afterlife, stuff like that? Uh, I would say none. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of them that 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 uh, we call Hollywood eyes, um, mm-hmm. certain movies. Um, found footage style films make it the most real. Um, stories but like involved. paranormal activity. Come on. Yeah. I mean, that would, that, that, that one was, you know, pretty good one. I thought, well, it's one of my favorites, uh, when it comes to like, uh, like horror films, I'm, I'm a horror film fanatic myself. Um, uh, but when it comes to like the paranormal activity style, yeah, that would be a good representation, how you can't see anything and how it builds and how it's random and how it doesn't, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense to, to people who are experiencing it. Um, and then finding a reason why, finding a reason why behind why your place is haunted. Could it be the house? Could it be something I brought home? Um, different things like that. The stories that involve the Warrens, um, like uh, the Conjuring, 
and The Conjuring 2. Those are based on actual wasn't cases. the nun what wasn't the nun a part of that whole storyline too or something? Or yes. did you ever see the nun? I think that one, like it, it was kind of tied in like be loosely based, I think. Yeah, it's one of the cases that the Warrens did. It was one of the first cases. Um, but it wasn't necessarily a nun, it was a nun possessed by a demon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so if I'm just a person, what are some of the things for me to look out for? Maybe to know, because, you know, like ghosts or, or the spiritual world doesn't just like slap you in the face and say, hey, I'm a ghost. What are some of the things that people need to look out for? Like, you know, in the sixth sense, they said cold rooms, you do the hair on the back of your neck would stand up, uh, you know, stuff like that. What What is what is something that people some of the warning signs that will will make them think that maybe they have seen a ghost well cold spots temperature changing that's usually a, a big giveaway um things moving around the room lights flickering but most of those can be explained by you know electricity problems in your house stuff like that or how uh, houses creak um but when you experience something truly truly you cannot explain then you know you got something in your house because what i've learned when it comes to ghosts and spirits human spirits is that there's residual and there's intelligence. Residual essentially will, it's almost like an echo of someone who was there. Oh, I got you, I got their, their life as, as it was when they were alive. Like a woman come down the stairs on her wedding day. Uh, we'll repeat that every night over and over again. An intelligent spirit knows they're dead and is trying to communicate. And they'll move their things around. So the Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis was not an intelligent spirit then in the movie Sixth Sense because he didn't know he was dead. Uh, well, it's yes and no. It's like he moved his life as it was when he's alive, um, but he didn't repeat. He didn't know he was dead, and <laughs> that story alone was, uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty good. I but, mean, that was pretty good. It was kind of yeah. creative. I thought it was. Yeah. Um, but then when it comes to non-human spirits, um, what do you like mean non-human? Like like things that were born in the pits of hell, or 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 like a demon, or you know, or or demons and ghosts different. Uh, very different. Um, okay. Things that were not human probably have been here longer than man's been on Earth. Uh, spirits of that essence, um, demons that, like you said, were born from the pits of hell, angels that were corrupted, or even evil spirits um, from different religions and stuff like that, like a jinn from um, the Islamic religion. Did you did you did you like the TV? I I swear um I love the show Supernatural. Did you did you like the TV show Supernatural at all or did you ever uh, watch it? I was young when it first came around and then as I got older people told me about it, hey check it out but I never really gave it, you know, two cents. I got to tell you like I mean <laughs> with anything it gets hollywooded up but like yeah. they they stick to a lot of the rules, the lore, you know, um you know, they had this uh, reoccurring thing in the TV show where, like, you know, if they were dealing with the spirit, they couldn't cross over, like, salt. Salt was, like, not good for them. And iron, they were, like, allergic to iron uh, in the show as well, too. I don't know why, but they it was just a weird, weird thing. But at least they, they stuck to a certain story point. It wasn't, like, all over the place with stuff. Yeah. It was it was I it was a good show. I, I I think you should try it out. But I mean you you'll definitely laugh at it. Now tell okay. tell me a little bit about some of your experiences. You you've had experiences, your wife has had experiences. Uh explain a little bit about those. Now, she's had experiences since she was a kid. Um, mm -hmm. even from when she was uh, in the crib seeing and talking to her grandfather who was passed away at the time. Um 
Jill. Has it always been her grandfather? No, it's been different people that have come and talked to her. Um, we've actually, when I first met her and after we started dating for a while, um, she told me that I wasn't, I, I mean, I, I, I kind of told her like I was in the paranormal. I kind of like, I'm fascinated by stuff like that. She said, it's good because my house is haunted and will always be. And I go, what are you talking about? And she says, um, there's been five ghosts supposedly that follow me around. And we've actually together figured out that it's a uh, old man, roughly around his 60s. Uh, he doesn't cause much problem otherwise than shuffling around uh, the room and making noise. But there's two little kids, a boy and a girl. The boy apparently is afraid of me. The little girl, no problem. Um, a teenage girl would say 13, 14. And we know if she's from the colonial times because uh, my wife's actually seen her. And she's in that traditional like gown that you would wear to bed mm. in that period of time. Um, and then there's a man, and I would say he's around his late 30s, 40s, and he's the asshole. He's the one that's causing the most problems. But you think he's? Do you think he's trying to move in on your territory? Like he, you know, he he's he's scoping out your your wife and stuff. He's probably like, you know, this guy's competition. There could be some jealousy there. Yeah, <laughs> you can say that. But um, yeah, she's had those five different ghosts, and there's actually a story I'll tell a little bit later of how we're not bothered by him anymore. Um, so when I met her, I experienced everything you can think of. I've been scratched. I've been talked to. I've seen doorknobs rattle. I've been grabbed from underneath the bed. Um, I've even seen the girl that she talks about, uh, peek her head around a corner, uh, and look at me for a second and come back. But that's her experience. That's my experience with her. And she's like seen her, uh, like laundry basket fly across the room. Different mm -hmm. people talk. She's heard her name spoken to her consistently. Uh, most of my experiences happened on my ranch in Texas, my family oh. ranch that I grew up on. Right. Uh, I would say we don't know why it's haunted. I, I, I've, I have my theories of why, but everything you can think of, I've experienced when it comes to um, seeing things, to hearing things, to actual um, a possible cryptoid we probably heard. Um, like one story in particular, uh, I invited my friend. Well, actually, I was hanging out with my friend, my friends at our at his place, and he asked me to stay over this on a Saturday to stay over so so we can go to church next day on Sunday. I was like, fine, but I need to go back to my place to get uh my 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 gear and my my clothes because I played in the praise band, so I need to get my stuff. So he said, yeah, fine, I'll take it back to your house. I live about fifteen minutes outside of town, out in the boonies, where I live on my ranch. There's no street lamps complete darkness windy roads to get there so it's really out there um and he basically we went there he pulled him around and my friend uh steven was driving and my friend matt was in the back seat i was riding shock or actually he was riding shotgun i was in the back and we pull up to my place we get out and i've told him stories before and we get out my my front porch lights off it's dark i walk up um me and steven go matt stays behind i say hey are you sure you want to stay behind he goes, yeah, I'm fine. Like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, I'm cool, whatever. So me and my friend Steven walk to the house, tell my mom what's going on, go into my room, talk to my brother for maybe two or three minutes, uh, get my stuff. And as we're walking out, I turn the porch light on because I want to walk in darkness as we walk out. As we get out, I see Matt now in the back seat, And he looks freaked out. And I go, what are you doing? He looks, says like, get, get the car, get the car now. I'm like, dude, what's wrong? Like, get the car, get the fuck car now. I was like, well, whatever. So we throw our stuff in and we just drove off. And he told us as we're driving back into town, while we're inside, 
he heard a hoof stomp, like a horse or cow. Oh, okay. Next to the car, then away from the car, then next to the car, then away off in the distance, then next to the car, then off in the distance. And he said this repeated for about 20 seconds. And he started getting freaked out. So he jumped in the back seat, right? And like, it was like ducking down, made sure he couldn't, no one could see him. And then he heard uh, like a, a nail hit side to side of the car, like a think. And then uh-huh. scratching the side of the, the car, which he got in a fetal position and was about to the horn when I turned the horse. Cow were coming by. It was a horn, right? It was like creeping. Yeah, well, my grandfather had cattle, but he didn't see anything. <laughs> yeah. And so on the ride back to town, he's telling us this. And as he's telling us this, telling us this, um, all the deer, because where I live, there's a lot of deer that um, basically would hit your car just driving by. And they all stopped on the side of the road and stared at us. And he oh. was like, why are the deer staring at us? Why are they staring at us? I had no idea why. So we got back in the town, we bought the house, we looked at the side of the car to make sure there was actually something there. And yeah, there was a thin, like someone took a needle and scraped the side of the car. Yeah, that... He never came back to my house again. <laughs> now, um, what, what, what can people do to protect their, themselves against angry spirits? Are there angry spirits? Are they all angry? I mean, some are nice, you know, like in the movies, they'll be like, they just want your help you know, maybe figuring out something or they're just stuck and they're not doing anything, but they're just stuck there. But then, uh, you know, you hear about all these like bad spirits, the ones that are there to cause problems. Well, how can people protect themselves? When it comes to bad spirits, bad human spirits, mind you, um, most of the time you try to figure out what they want. Some of them are just there to be an a-hole. You got to think if someone was an asshole who died and their whole point was to, you know, torment people. They're still going to be around. They're still going to follow those patterns, i.e. a murderer, a psychopath, or even those who are insane when they died. They're just going to repeat dangerous things as they're as when they're dead. Uh, and there's different things you can do. Uh, salts works as guarding your house, different kinds of, uh, I don't want to say enchantments, <laughs> but different things that you can put around your home to prevent certain spirits from getting in. There's a whole bunch of different things, and there's theories around, like, which ones actually work and which ones don't. Um, when it comes to demons, um, usually any kind of religious symbols whatsoever can prevent like a them devil. From well, they always on. I remember on Supernatural, they had like devil's traps or whatever, you know, where it would guard you or they would get trapped in there. It was it was really really cool because it made me actually look a lot of stuff up and a lot of those insignias like demons because demons demons can actually possess you, right? Yes, if they break you down enough. But like you're talking about symbols, though, like they ended up getting tattooed with symbols that would not allow demons to like possess their bodies. Like could, and that's the only reason when you brought up symbols and and enchantment stuff like that that made me think of that. So I would say if there is, I've never heard any. I, I wish it was because I would get more. I already have tattoos myself. Yeah, uh, but the seal of Solomon uh, is one kind of entrapment. Um, you saw it actually used in, I forgot which Paranormal Activity movie, I think it was like three or four. Um, they used the Seal of Solomon to um, entrap one of them. But if it's not properly put together or not the right thing, it can easily release. It's kind of like a, a trap that would keep them there for a second or so. Um, 
But yeah, I've heard things about the Seal of Solomon that can actually work. Now, are, 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 are spirits invincible? Like, can you get rid of them? Like, or do they, do they just go to the other, the other side per se? Or can you destroy them? Or, or can demons, are demons, uh, you know, and, and indestructible? Well, every time anyone performs exorcism, and I'm actually learning demonology myself, but mm-hmm. um, anytime performs an exorcism, you're not destroying the demon. You're banishing it, banishing back to where it came from. And there's different theories of like where they go now. They go to I hell. Heard, uh, if people if, are religious people, the religious people you have to be held. But what they actually believe that ghost, demon, spirits, or they all are, is on our plane. You would say, and they have access to our reality to come back uh, and forth. So it's now, like a different dimension. Then, uh, for, as I was saying, uh, one thing I forgot to warn you about: um, spirits can travel through electronic airwaves. So whatever. Uh, Whatever so it might have been up here that can was, easily go through and get to you. <laughs> yeah, see, and I'm wearing headphones right now, so that damn thing went right in my damn uh, eardrum. So now I, I'm really, really in trouble. Hopefully, it wasn't like a demon. Demon can't. Demons can't cross lines, right? No, they can really do whatever they want. But <laughs> oh, damn it. okay, God, <laughs> uh, there's damn, none here though. Believe me, we've done enough to protect our place. Um, um dealing with them. P- if people want to find out more, because this is this is very very fascinating stuff. Uh, we're uh, when does your podcast come out? Where can they uh, catch it? Do you are you on any social media where people can follow you and maybe uh, learn more about the spiritual world? Yeah, our podcasts come out every Friday, every new episodes. Um, we we range in different subjects surrounding the paranormal when it comes to anything from cryptoids to conspiracies to aliens to ghosts, demons. Um, you even had one on the fairy folk. Uh, oh, people. see, they covered fairies on Supernatural as well, too, man. The fairies were real nasty on the show, man. Yeah, I've actually, uh, like I said, we've experienced almost everything we've talked about. And on fairy folk, I've actually seen a gnome. Um, oh, see, everybody everybody thinks like fairies are nice and stuff, but they, are, are fairies nice in the real world? Or like, you know, because on the show, they portrayed them as kind of not cool. I only saw him. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. And they actually talked to him, and it was very quick. He was. He was very, or what, whatever it was. It was very uh, shy. It did not want to communicate with me. It basically just peeked around a bush, and I saw his little hat, that oh. little pointed hat, and just he was all. He was facing the shadow, so I didn't actually see color or anything. But he peeked down and then jumped behind the bush, and that was here where I live now. Um, oh, wow. never thought I would see something like that. I most of what I've dealt with is ghosts and demons and stuff like that. And maybe a few aliens sightings whatsoever, but never, never a gnome, never like fairies or anything like that. What is the one supernatural thing that you just don't want to run into? Like that people have spoken about or, you know, has spoke about like what, what, what is the one supernatural thing? It's like, Oh, you don't want to run into that. For anyone or myself, just anyone or even you like, <laughs> A few times I've encountered a demon. It's uh, not something to mess with. It's not something to play with. It's not something to even want to communicate or even ask it things. Uh, the most dangerous thing you can do is assume that you're in control of it and and you can ask it or command it to do what you want. Oh, they're they're like the great chess players. They're always a couple of steps ahead of you. They're going to trick you or stuff like that. Well, their whole existence is to torment and cause pain and mess with humans all together. That is their entire existence. That's their point of why they exist. 
Um, can you can you make a deal like I've read the stuff about, you know, making deals with the devil or a demon like and then the it's like for your soul or something. Does it, any of that stuff go on? I've never <laughs> never talked to anyone who had, but to do so would be dangerous because then you're inviting it in and yeah. it will stick around. It will stick around. And what I've learned when it comes to uh, demonic oppression and possession is that they have to break down your will um, before they can actually possess you. So then you still with the oppression, you'll deal with mm -hmm. random anger and depression and different things that they would do to break you down emotionally and mentally before they can enter. Because when you're at your lowest point, when you've given up on everything, you're an easy vessel. Target. You're a to mark. Take over. Yeah. Um, has a demon ha ever taken over? a powerful person uh even maybe a politician i'm not saying donald trump but anybody <laughs> any politician like i mean i i mean i mean if, if their whole purpose is to cause and torment why why haven't they taken over like some like important person to what i've learned and this is what i've just I just learned but it's not a easy process it's not something simple as they take over and they're basically walking around hey hey, hey. a demon in possession of a human is almost like it starts decaying the person that it's possessed. You, that's oh, why people's yeah. eyes look sunken. That's why they look thin. That's why they look like shit, essentially. That's their a whole entire... So it's like, like a parasite then? Yes. In a, in, a, in a basic sense of mind, that's what it is. It's a parasite. And it's only there to torment. Um, though, <laughs> if some of these uh, evil people in the world aren't influenced by them, you know, maybe push the right way in the right, wrong direction, you would say, to start doing things on that would make things more. Because that was an old saying, the uh, devil's greatest trick is that he made people believe he doesn't exist. Yes, I remember that. I, the first time I heard that quote was from the uh, usual suspects, Kaiser Sose, yeah. uh, used that quote in the movie. Yeah, so allow people to do things that would be evil without fear of consequence. Yeah, it but, can't uh, be the devil because he does not exist. Yeah. Man, that's uh, uh, man. Go, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was gonna say that the uh, to answer your question, I just remembered what you asked me a little bit early. Um, we also have an Instagram at Hidden in the Shadows podcast. Um, our Twitter Hidden in the Shaw Six, and our uh, TikTok uh, we actually have now. Um, Ooh. Yeah, uh, Hidden the Hidden in the Pod uh, Two. Um, I'm not saying that with a Boston accent. That's how it's spelled. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Isaac. Man, I uh, once again tell people uh, when the podcast comes out. Every Friday, uh, new episodes come out. And basically, anywhere you get your podcast, you can literally find us, uh, Apple, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, wherever you can get it. We're actually on a new uh, podcast platform called Buzzsprout. Um, oh. So that's actually there. Uh, we actually um, joined their label, or whatever you want to call it, uh, platform to um, start promoting us and start getting our name out there. Well, cool, Isaac, man. You got the voice for it. You're you're very well spoken. I got to tell you, man, you you are definitely going to because these niche podcasts, people love them. And I and I think you're going to blow up with it. Well, I appreciate coming on. I've actually heard a few episodes, especially the one you did about the uh, Twisted T guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that guy deserved it, though. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, listen, I don't even care. That guy like. How he must have been so goddamn drunk at the time because, like, you could see where he was going. As soon as he pulled that big, big ass tall boy can out of the bag, I was like, "Yep, yeah, he's about to hit this dude with it." And <laughs> and and he even dropped it and twirled it in his hands, 
uh, before he hit him, it was like he was like a a, a Western guy, you know, with a twirl yeah. the gun around. He was like, <laughs> bam, just like completely destroyed him. So, hey, Isaac, man, I really appreciate this. And let's stay in touch, man. I, I would love to promote you as much as I can. And I really, really appreciate you coming on my show. I appreciate uh, coming on myself. Uh, and thank you for the opportunity. All right, Isaac, I'm always around if you ever need anything, man. Uh, I appreciate you. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Man, maybe I would have way more sex partners in my life if I just threw caution to the wind. It's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. All right, welcome back, guys. Last segment of the day. I wanted to talk about something. You know, uh, I want to thank everybody that listened to the Brent Hatley interview that I did. I, I can't thank that guy enough for being able to come on because if I'm just being honest, whenever I saw that he was on the Bubba the Love Sponge show like a week ahead before, I was like, yeah, there's no way. I, that interview that I got coming up with Brent, that's going to be toast, especially like when when Seth or maybe some of the other people uh, might have, you know, poo pooed on the interview. And I'm not saying that they did. It's just what I thought. So I don't want anybody to think I'm trying to paint with a broad brush or anything like that. That's not the case. I just, you know, I really appreciate it because Brent Brent really did was the reason why I ended up at the BRN and being able to be there. He He was able to allow me to get my foot in the door. And, you know, Brent's got me blocked on pretty much every single social media because I'll admit I was a complete sea sucker back in the day whenever I got let go one time. So if Brent can forgive me and want to be able to come on and promote my stuff, then I don't understand why the people at the BRN have such a problem with me. And I'm not saying everybody. It's just only one person, maybe two. I'm sure Bubba hates me, even though I've not said anything bad about him at all. It's it's Seth. It's all Seth. That's that's basically who it is. And I wanted to talk about that, but I also didn't want to pit Brent in a bad spot. But I want I wanted to talk. Well, I I mean I kind of hit on it a little bit. I didn't mention anybody by name, but you know I I mentioned like, do you think some of the people now would be able to get away with? stuff like that back in the day walking out of the studio or or no calling no showing for work oh god people i'm i'm not exaggerating i'm not lying i'm not trying to create drama or anything but it's it, it, it's pretty much the goddamn truth so if brent can come on and be able to do my show and can have a talk with me i don't understand why the other people uh, like for example i don't think blitz hates me i don't think caveman hates me i i mean i don't know about anna hummel I would hope that Lummy doesn't hate me. And I really don't think Bubba hates me. I just think that he's got to stick by the golden child. He's got to stick by the guy that, you know, he thinks is so great. So great. And don't say, oh, the listener, because Bubba, it, you could pit anybody in that spot. And 
you know what? It kind of takes away with everything that I that I did there. But you can put anybody in that spot, and the fans are going to like them no matter what. It's it's kind of the truth. But I know that I earn my spot, and and that's about it. Like I said, I've always I've always said nothing but nice stuff about Seth, and I don't know why he's being such a bitch boy, but that's just him, and that's how it is. But if you get a chance, go check out the interview I did with Brent Hatley. It's available on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Make sure you subscribe. Hit that bell button because when you hit that bell button, you're going to get alerted anytime I go live or put up any new content. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Hope you guys are safe, and I will talk to you tomorrow. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. You want some cool-ass sunglasses? Check out vaporshades.com. Also brought to you by Starfire Transport, stitchyouup.com, pocketpairclub.com, Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover services brought to you by jcvoiceover.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? Or do you just want to let Tuttle know he's being a dickhead? Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail at 407-270-3044. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast.